we have got one of the best speakers that I have ever seen speak in my life on the show today, Mr. Drumroll, please. Mr. Mike Anderson. That's right. We are at the Trex, the Trexus, the Texas Auto Body Trade Show. And Mike Anderson is talking about Be Extraordinary. And he talks about some things. He's got the coolest story that he shares with me that you guys are going to really appreciate. And it really makes you think, how can I do this in my shop today? Yeah, that's right. You know, Mike always brings it. And of course, he did. So check it out. Welcome to Body Bangin', your podcast for all things body. Auto body, that is. And now, introducing Body Bangin's host, Mickey Woods of Mickey Woods Marketing. Mickey is a former auto collision center owner and is now a marketing and business development expert to shops across the globe. Hey, welcome to today's episode of the Body Bangin' Podcast. We have a really good one for you today. First and foremost, though, if you are watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. You're probably sick of me saying it, but if you're not subscribed and you're not, you don't click the notification button, you won't find out when a new episode drops. And then also make sure you're following us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whatever your favorite podcast channel of choices. So we're going to get right to it. As you know, we are at the Texas Auto Body Trade Show. And today we have the one and only one of my favorite guests, Mike Anderson on. Hi, Mike. Hello. Thank you for having me today, Mickey. (laughs) You're always so sweet, Mike. (laughs) So Mike Anderson is with Collision Advice. And he's now... I am blessed that he's been on my show a couple of times. And he always brings the house down. As you know, if you've been at a conference and seen Mike speak, if you listen to the podcast, um, today he's talking. He's going to be going on soon and talking about... The title of his uh, session today is Be Extraordinary. And we did talk to him recently at the Southeast Collision Conference. And as Mike pointed out, every time he speaks, it's a little different. Because with Mike, you never know what you're going to get, but it's always going to be good. We know that about you. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate your kind words, ma'am. Thank you. So what do you feel like for all the people that are going to come see you? Because obviously everybody wants to come see Mike Anderson, hear what he's got to say. If there was something that they were going to come and take away, come with and take away what would that thing be in your session today? Any, you probably have a few, but if you could think of like your top tops. So, you know, first of all, again, thank you so much. And just really a shout out to the Texas Auto Body Association here. Um, you know, Jill Tuggle is amazing. Um, yes. What she put together. Um, I think I want to say that one of the vendors told me yesterday, I think that they had tracked like over six or 700 people had actually been through their booth. So wow. And just shout out to Jill and just everybody with the uh, Texas Auto Body Association. And again, thanks for having me. So, um, you know, Mickey, as I share with you previously, is that every year I pick a theme. Yes. And uh, this year, my theme is be extraordinary, right? Like the way to be extraordinary and so many things. But, you know, what people don't often realize is that I'm updating that presentation sometimes daily, weekly, (laughs) 
I and bet. you know, I had the honor to uh, be on your podcast when I was at the Southeast Conference, uh, you know, uh, which was hosted in Virginia this year. Yeah, and I've done a lot of things to it such that since then. But you know, mm-hmm. you asked me like, what are my couple things? So the first is, since we last talked, I had the opportunity to listen to a gentleman by the name of Kevin Brown speak. Kevin Brown wrote a book mm-hmm. called The Hero Effect, and one of the things that Kevin Brown said was that nobody notices normal. Mm. Let's just let that sink in. You know, I don't drink wine, but I see people sometimes just like let that whatever that is, <laughs> wine drinkers be right. Yes, so, yes. That's <laughs> there, right? Or sit for a little bit, right? But right. nobody notices normal. So if nobody notices normal, we have to be extraordinary or extraordinary, right? Yes. We look at the root, the root of the word extraordinary. It's extra, right. extraordinary. And so as I started here, you know, hearing that, I was like, you know, okay, man, you know what? We're on the right message for collision repairs this year. They have to be mm. extraordinary or extraordinary. Nobody knows it's normal. And then I had the opportunity to go um, with a friend of mine recently to a Lexus dealership to get their car serviced. Okay. So out, right. So we go into this Lexus dealership and I know your collision repair shops, just stay with me for a minute. Okay. <laughs> and um, this Lexus dealership service department had one of the Hunter... Um, I call them a speed bump, like where it's a hunter piece of equipment, like a hunter alignment machine, but it's like a little speed bump. You drive your car over it and it actually takes all of your alignment measurements and looks at your tires. Mm. And what it does, it tells you very quickly in a matter of seconds, you know, uh, if your tires have any wear on them, if you need tires um, or like what your alignment specs look like. So it's an amazing okay. piece of equipment. But yeah. anyway, this story. So this friend of mine is walking into a Lexus dealership and they are asked me to follow him there to drop their car off and give him a ride home. And I said, sure. So, you know, I noticed they go across the little speed bump thing and I go and park and I'm like, you don't want to walk in with them to the dealership. And I walk in and the person at the service counter at the Lexus dealer walks up and says, you know, here, Mr. Thompson, here's your favorite, I don't know what it was, hot chocolate or latte or whatever it was from Starbucks. Wow. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. What's this for? And I asked the person at the service drive, I said, look, you know, I'm in the auto body business. And he said, I said, what is this all about? And he goes, well, you know, Mr. Thompson's been here before. He's been here with his Lexus before. And so we know what his favorite Starbucks drink was. And I was like, well, how did you know that he was coming here? They said, when his car drives over that little speed bump that takes his alignment specs, it automatically says, hey, this is Mr. Thompson's Lexus based on his license plate number. It sends his order into their local, in their Starbucks that's in the Lexus dealership. And what? right there when he's walking in, like, but would you agree that's an amazing experience? Uh, yeah, amazing. Here's, right. So, so you got to remember, somebody goes to a Lexus dealership or any other type of industry, and they have an experience like that. They're looking for something similar with mm. us, like an yeah. extraordinary experience. But, but let me take this a step further. Right. What I realized was that was a personalized experience. Very okay? much. Mm-hmm. What my friend Greg Thompson experienced, it was a personalized experience because it was his favorite drink based on what he liked, right? Right. He had the opportunity to attend the uh, Lexus conference mm. for all the dealerships. And they had a great message there, Nikki. And this is what I guess my message would be for your listeners today. Mm-hmm. And what they said at the Lexus conference was this, know me, know my car. Mm. Know me, K-N-O-W. Know me, comma, know my car. Yes. I believe that we need to get to know people first and build a relationship with them first before we start to speak about their vehicle. 
right? Totally. Get to know them. Know what's important to them. You know, asking them, like, not just how your accident occurred and, like, who was in the vehicle and et cetera, but also ask that consumer, what's important to me? Like, you might have a military, you know, somebody's in the military and they're mm-hmm. in an accident and they've got USAA insurance and maybe they've got to ship out to a new, uh, they're getting transferred to live in another station, you know, in like three weeks. What's important mm-hmm. to that military person is I need my car back in three weeks because I'm moving. Right. Right. Or maybe it's somebody that has um it's a lease vehicle and they've got to turn it in off their lease in a month. What's important to them is that car gets done. Maybe it's somebody that has seen um uh, had a previous bad experience with a collision repair facility and they're mm-hmm. worried that the paint's not gonna match or it's gonna flake off. So I think what we need to do is we need to give a more personalized you know, interaction or experience with today's vehicle owners and build that yeah. emotional connection. I think mm-hmm. people have often said that people buy from people they like and trust, but we've got to stop and build that, make that personal connection on an emotional level, right? Yeah. So you know, that's some of the things that I'll be talking about this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other things I'll be sharing this afternoon too is that, uh, you know, you've heard me say in previous podcasts, lots of sales cover mm-hmm. lots of sins. Mm-hmm. But I really have a concern right now that our industry has a false sense of security. We think we're doing a lot better than we are because I hear shops yeah. all the time say, you know what, we're having a record month in sales. But I think it's a false sense of security. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit misleading. You know, um, I have an amazing teammate that works with me named Tracy Dombrowski. And I actually was sitting down with Tracy and I was having her build some Excel formulas out for me. And what I did is I put in like what the average severity was. Okay. And then what I did is I put in like what percentage of average severity was labor. And what percentage mm-hmm. of average severity was parts? And then I put in what like the labor rate was a year ago and what it is today. So maybe it went up, say, like 12%. Mm-hmm. Maybe parts prices went up 18%. I did all this with the the intent to normalize the data as to if we wouldn't have got labor rate increases, if we would not have gotten parts prices have increased by mm-hmm. you know, 12%, if we didn't have an extra $300 per hour for calibrations, where would our severity be at then? Right. Right. What I found was it would actually probably be a little less. So ah. I think when we analyze the data, which I'm going to share this afternoon, we actually have hot off the press data as regards to what the average severity is by state, oh, as wow. well as the average body, paint, refinish, and paint labor hours per estimate. And really the average labor hours per severity or average estimate have only gone up about 1.2 to 1.4 over the last two years. And the grand wow. scheme of things, that's not that much. So. Oh. That's some of the insights we're going to be sharing. I feel like I'm talking a lot. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm like, get my popcorn out. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> you make my job easy. Go for oh, it. <laughs> I'm going to interrupt this podcast for just one quick second because a lot of people wonder, Mickey, what is it that you even do <laughs> besides host a podcast? Well, I do marketing and really the biggest thing that I do is help you drive more traffic to your business. And not even just more traffic, but consistent traffic to your business. As a former shop owner, I know how important that is. So if that's something you're interested in or you just wanna talk about marketing or developing your business in general, feel free to reach out. You can visit collisioncentermarketing.com. There's a calendar on there and you can just book a time that works for you and we'll set up a phone call or you can email or call me and my notes are down in the description of this episode. But I hope to hear from you. I'd love to help you build your business. But in the meantime, you better get back to this podcast because it's really good. I completely am 100% on board with all of that. I mean, 
it just, you know, personally speaking, whenever you go anywhere and somebody even remembers your name, you're like, oh, thank you. You know, they greet you by name. Thank you. If they ask me about like, oh, how's your daughter doing and whatever, I'm like, oh my gosh, you remember I have a kid, let alone a daughter. And she did that. Like, um, you know, personally speaking, it does. It changes the way you feel about the business you're doing business with. And especially in our industry where our customers are not just going to pick up a hamburger because they feel like it or picking out a dress because they have an event to go to or a pair of slacks. This is a traumatic experience they just went through. Yes. And making that emotional connection with them at a time where they're very vulnerable, I think goes even farther than maybe any other, most other industries. You know, other, there are other industries that are service-based like ours, but I think so even more important that people take to heart what you're saying, you know, know me, know my, know my car. And I like that they are in that order. Yes. Know me. And you know, here's the other thing, right? One of my teammates, Cheryl Driggers, um, she has really been really just diving deep into the customer experience because we've been doing a lot of training on customer experience recently. And um, one of the things that she really uncovered, and we also did some focus groups with some actual consumers who had their cars Mm. fixed in body shops. And we found consumers today, consumers today, they want to do business with someone that is what we call is ridiculously easy to do business with, right? Mm. So two key words there. Today's consumer wants to do business with whoever makes it ridiculously easy, mm. right? Radically or radically easy, yeah, right? Right. And then you think about us, right? Like when somebody comes into Starbucks, they they want to go to Starbucks. They made a choice, right? right? right. So you can like order your Starbucks beverage. You can prepay for it. So when you walk in, you just get it and go. It's yeah. you know, rad- radically or ridiculously easy, right? I think it's radically right. easy. But for us, people don't want to come to us. They <laughs> need to come to us. Yeah. So then how mm. do we make it radically easy for someone, mm. especially when you're telling them, you know what, your insurance care is not going to pay for everything and you might have to pay excellent. <laughs> right. Now, so, so like we're really in a tough position yeah. in the repair industry to turn something that's a very negative experience for that consumer. And now you're going to tell me, not only am I going to have my car for a while, but I'm going to have to pay more than what the insurance is willing to pay out of pocket. Mm-hmm. And how do we make them okay with that so they're not upset with us or taking out on us? And and it's yeah. not easy, right? But I think it boils down to building a personal relationship with that vehicle owner. Mm-hmm. And again, that personalized service, right? It's a one-on-one. Yeah. They don't feel like you're just kind of you know rushing them in and out, like next, take a number. Right. I think we really have to take and we have to spend more time with those vehicle owners. I just yes. think we have to. I I totally agree. Well, and the relationship builds the trust. And so if you're going to tell somebody that they're going to owe out of pocket, they need to be able to trust that you're not gouging them because they're going to feel like it potentially. So it allows you to do your job the way you need to do it, to do it properly. 100%. You know, and another thing that is actually in this presentation that wasn't in my previous presentation was um, there was a term that I learned um, from Nick Schoolcraft at Phoenix Solutions, mm-hmm. and it's called social proof. Mm-hmm. That today's consumers are looking for social proof to verify that we can be trusted or we are who we say we are. Yes. And obviously, you know, online or Google reviews is one way of form of social proof, but another way of social proof that you can be trusted or that you're the right choice to fix their vehicle is, uh, for example, like your shop's name or listing 
on like an OEM shop locator, right? Mm, so like right. if you wreck, if you wreck your you know Toyota or Nissan, whatever it is, and I can text you a link that says, you know, you know, Mrs. Jones, here's where you can see that our shop has met the training equipment requirements and we're actually approved by Toyota or Nissan or whomever. And now I'm giving them some type of social proof, mm. which is third party verification that I'm who I am, say I am, and here's all the qualifications and they can verify that. And so right. I think we have to go over and beyond in today's world to establish our credibility with a consumer or vehicle owner. So then we, if we do have to tell them they're going to have to pay out of pocket, whatever the case may be, that they're much more understanding and supportive of our efforts to fix their car properly. Yeah. Very good point. And so many shops go through the training, spend the time, spend the money, and they're not utilizing this great thing, which is the certification. You have the tools, you have the knowledge and the training, and you've been vetted. That's a big deal. And yes. so I love the idea of it. And they're not even letting their own guests know. And it's like, yes. <laughs> they should know. If anybody should know, it should be the person dropping their car off to your door. <laughs> yeah, We at Collision Advice, we recently... We actually mystery called where we mm. called and recorded the phone conversations of about 150 of our clients. Wow. And we how they answered the phone just to see how they did. Yes. And we have to remember that when a consumer wrecks their vehicle and they call our collision repair facility, they're generally possessing negative emotions. They're mad, oh. they're frustrated, they're concerned, they're stressed, they're angry. These are all negative emotions. So right. again, it rolls down that whole know me, know my mm. car. Then when somebody reaches out to us, whether they walk into our office, they call our facility, we answer the phone, our first goal should be to reassure them and provide that social proof that, hey, you've called the right place, you're in good hands, and we're going to take care of you. Yes. And I just think that's an absolute critical must. You know, Because here's the other thing. I think a lot of shops right now are extremely, extremely busy. They have a lot mm -hmm. of work, right? Yes. And I think a lot of times when we're really busy, we start to justify that... I don't have to treat the customer as well because once they see how good I fix the car and they get it back, all will be forgiven, all will be good, and we'll be, right. be happy. And I think that's a bad business mentality. I think we can't just totally. say, well, as long as I do a good job, they're going to be happy because you can do a great job. But if you treat them poorly, I think that it can still have negative repercussions on your business. Totally. A hundred percent. Yeah. Mike, I could talk with you all day. You already know. <laughs> God forbid I ever get you in person. You're never leaving. <laughs> Speaking of, are you going to be at SEMA this year? Um, yes, ma'am. I will be at SEMA. Um, I'm getting the opportunity to uh, be... Um, I'll be participating in the, at the MSO Symposium. I will oh. be facilitating a panel discussion with some MSOs. And then I'm also going to be doing a session... Um, with some shop owners at SEMA uh, for SCRS, obviously, yes. in regards to culture and speaking with some shops that have um, a really incredible culture and just some amazing things they've done in their facility. Um, some of the things we want to talk about is like four-day work weeks, uh, offering mm. benefits, talk about retention bonuses, right? Mm. The ability to pay people. So again, I'm just, man, so grateful and humbled that, you know, every year, um, I feel like sometimes I worry that I'm going to start outstanding, out. I, I like staying past my time, right? And I, uh, you know, came <laughs> right. back and again, I'm just really humbled. And man, it's just so exciting to see what a great job Aaron Schulenberg and the team at SCRS have done. Yeah. And really growing SEMA to like the single biggest event in our industry. Um, Agreed. Just, yes. I know. That would be the yes. question we do. 
Yeah. And I'm actually uh, teaching a class on marketing, becoming a marketing Jedi. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm to see your class and I um, yes. just can't wait to see it. I'm also excited this year. I have one of my teammates, Tracy Nabrowski. Uh, she's one of my associates that I work that we work closely together. Uh-huh. And she's actually presenting for her very first time at SEMA this year. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking on the culture code. I don't know if you've heard that book or not, The Culture Code. I've heard of it. Doing, I've not read it. Yeah, she's going to be doing that. And actually, she's doing two sessions. So uh, wow. come out and support Tracy. Uh, we want to support all the women in our industry and, yeah. uh, and especially yourself. And uh, it'd be great to see you. Thank you. I, it's my first time also. So I'm very, very honored to have gotten asked to speak. So um, yeah, I, I agree. I don't want to overstay my welcome either, but I'm pumped. <laughs> Yeah, I will, I will see if I can get into your session. There as you long go. As I'm something else, I would be honored to come in and hear you speak. Man. Yeah, that would be. Oh gosh, you make me nervous. <laughs> You're gonna do great. You're gonna do great. All right, so I'm gonna put links below. Everybody knows Mike Anderson Collision Advice. There'll be a link below to Mike's website. There'll also be a link below for the SEMA classes. So if you want to register for Mike's class, Tracy's class, my class, any other classes, you can actually buy um, day passes. That way you can like a buffet. Go to go to all of it. Engorge yourself with all the information. (laughs) Uh, Thank you, Mike, again for coming on. Thank you so much. And again, shout out. And uh, if you didn't make the Texas ABAT Auto Body uh, Trade Show this year, I would highly encourage you to attend next year. Yes. Great sessions. Uh, Texas is doing some incredible things down here that I think everyone in the industry can learn from. I think I understand yes. correctly. You had Burl on your uh, yes. here. And uh, man, he's just an amazing guy. So I know. Yeah, to- I, I agree. Make sure you schedule it next year, August 2024. We don't know what the date is, but... I plan on being there. I definitely recommend you all get there. I think it might be one of the biggest trade shows besides SEMA at this point. Yeah, so exciting. Huge. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thanks again, Mike. And thank you for listening to today's episode of the Body Banging Podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, make sure you hit the subscribe button. We have some incredible topics and guests coming your way you will not want to miss. If you are watching on YouTube and don't want to miss the latest and greatest, you'll want to hit the bell after subscribing so you will get a pop-up each time a video podcast goes live. To our devoted fans, would you mind paying it forward and sharing this little gem with someone else you think may benefit from it? Much love from all of us here at Body Bangin', all things Autobody.